with Tiff and Manda. Whoop! <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> so we have a guest because we are hosting. Yes. We? yes. we are hosting. This is very exciting. We don't often host. No, we don't. We don't because it's just me and Panda out here. <laughs> Listen, they're going to be hosting a lot more because they said that I'm going to have a series. So we did. Yeah, we no, did. yeah. Listen. And yeah. you have us on WhatsApp, so hold mm-hmm. us to our Do, word, Cheeto. It's Definitely. called Block. Never. I know where you stay. Oh, yeah. I can just come knocking. So I'm like, hey, are we podcasting this weekend? Okay, I'll I'll double back for next weekend just in case. But yeah, so we have somebody in the studio. But we're going to start and we're going to do things the way we always do things. We're going to start with what's popping with you. What's popping with you? What's popping with you? What's popping with you? What's What's popping with you? So, what's popping with you? Cheeto? What's your bad thing? What's your bad thing? Because you must start with the bad thing. A bad thing. I don't know. I can't come up with a bad thing right now, guys. Because I'm saying life's, life's good. Life's good. Life's great. Yes. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? No, I don't have a bad thing. That's I totally don't. okay. No? Okay. Mm. All right. My bad thing off the top of my head, I had a brief... I will call it brief because it, it was quite brief. Depressive episode. Mm-hmm. And it was very jarring. Because mm. couldn't get out of bed, couldn't do it, couldn't function. True. Yeah, that was not a good look. And you know, and you know Tiffy's not about that life. Yeah. Like, Tiffy's yeah. about that highly functional. Like, Ooh. This was, no. Yeah, that's my bad thing. Panda. I'm, I'm, I'm a ride on your wave, girl. Girl. Tiffy's always riding on my coattails. Yeah, no. With like, what's good like, like best. Sandra has a bad thing, and I'm like, that one too, me, then me, then me, I want. So I'm going to ride on your coattails for mm-hmm. a bit. And I spoke about this in a previ- previous podcast where turning 30 has done like a doozy on my Babes. mental health. Like, so in the past, I mean, I turned 30 when? December? Mm. December. Okay, December. 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 Girl. 2018, and so I've been 30 for what, like six months? And don't give timelines. What's wrong with you? You don't know when this is coming out. I've been 30 for some time. For some time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been she, 30 for she some time. to you. Bruh, I, like, am, like, I always like you put a timestamp, so babe. So it is now January 1924. No, Pam. You want me to give you the date or not? <laughs> <laughs> so I've actually had a few depressive mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, this year mm. where, and I mean, I work from home, mm-hmm. so just having to force myself to get out of bed, even if it's just to sit at my desk, mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's been quite hard. Mm-hmm. And in the last staff meeting, I had to tell the peoples, I had to like come oh. out and be like, look, I'm having a hard time. Mm. Um, I am working. So I'm sitting, so I do like, so I have like a list where I, I, you know, have to get out of bed I do some skipping. Yes, I do, do love yoga. Skipping oh my god, skipping yes, is so hard. I, I, I need, wait, I'm it's even gonna good send, for you. I'm even gonna send you the skipping and gift everything. Now. They're like, if you're not gonna go get Botox, skip, skip it. Really? Wow. Skip it. Like keeps everything where it's supposed to be. Yo, oh, it is. Okay, yeah. Panda, let's have group skipping because I have a skipping rope, but I didn't know about this Botox. Thing. <laughs> I didn't know skipping was like tiny Botox. Yeah. So we now skip in the morning. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wait, let me send you the the skipping gift. So I have like (laughs) the panda one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You have sent it. And I'm going to send it again. (laughs) 
every day. Yeah, so I have like a list of things that I do that will just, you know, get me out of bed. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I had to tell the people at work and because I'm just a lot slower in how quickly I can finish tasks. Mm-hmm. So it's good for them to know. But yeah, I, and I've never... It's not something that's always happened to me, mm. like in my thirty years of existence. And now you're like having, I'm having to deal with it. Yeah, having mm. depressive episodes, and even like when the first couple of times, I was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck is, is going this? on with me? Like, what is cutting? Yeah, literally, like I'm just disinterested, and it's not always triggered by something, right? Like sometimes there are things to be mm. sad about. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm just It just comes. You're just like Yeah. It's a hard no from us. Yeah, but um I think I'm also really fortunate to be around people who have gone through some of these things and who, you know, in speaking to them about it have been like it's really important to have a routine and this really helps. Mm-hmm. It also helps for you to like pick up the signs of okay, this is coming on. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean this week has been really good. Nice. So, is that your good thing? Yeah, no. No, I, okay. I don't know what Guys, my good thing a bad is. Thing. Okay, oh, go okay. ahead. I miss me. Well, sister. I don't know. I don't oh, know. My days. <laughs> wait, no. Wait. Oh, no. is that your bad thing? Yeah. The bad oh. thing is I miss my sister I so much. Like I just can't no. I'd be like I could I miss my sister. Oh. It's my bad thing too. I miss Cheeto's sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can also say you miss Cheeto's sister. I haven't seen Judo Sister in a while. That's why you look guys. There you go. (laughs) Group event. Change approved. No, I so feel Chido, you on that one. So Chido, 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 Chido <gasps> Guys, and Panda I'm, I'm having a hard time. Missed the sister. Yo, 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 yo. Even me. Yo, I'm ready. Even me. I really, really miss her. I really hope Chido's sister's awesomeness. Yeah, she's my favorite human being. You're my sister. She's my twin flame, guys. She really is. Have you ever had a sibling who's your twin flame? Like oh, We should do We should do oh. a podcast. On siblings? With, no, with Chido and her sister. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like, because... <laughs> I, one of my what's popping with you is my good thing was like being able to witness your relationship mm. with your sister mm. and how it's just so I heard lovely. I, do, I, feel, I got I feel a voice note feel, from someone telling I me about that. I feel you should interview them as siblings. Oh, yes, that would exactly. be amazing. Because the they, their relationship positive is siblings. Awesome. Yes. They, are crossing, they so, are crossing boundaries. Like they're on the come up. up. Yes. Do, do, I, do I have to come of course, no, please, no. <laughs> and then, because no. then I can listen to it as a wild one. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, That's not a thing. No. It's we not. can't have like, four people in the studio, guys. Salt, salt and pepper, pepper, we, salt and pepper and shows it did not up work. salt <laughs> without <laughs> pepper. And it did not I work. Please. Was it, okay. We can behave. This is why we plan what's popping with you. <laughs> you know we are still on the bad thing, but we're not sure if it's a bad thing or the good thing. Guys, there was a whole plan to this. Bad thing. What is the good thing? The good thing, guys, yeah, yeah, the yeah. care packages. My gosh, yeah. oh, I am enjoying yeah, one packages, guys. Yeah, and we I have just... a whole banana thing in our house sitting yeah. on top of our Wi Fi router. Ooh, a bitch is if we need to, honey, like, <laughs> if we need to rethink our router, we gotta move some bananas. We gotta, we gotta. <laughs> like, you're lucky. Our, our the packaging is recycled. <laughs> the packaging is organic. No, like, amazing. I'm really enjoying Ooh. the process. Oh, let me put. Let me put. Let, wait, get, while you guys are talking about what you're popping, let me put it on the gram. Put it on the gram. Put Have it you, on the gram. Which one? Sipu's one. No, no, I, I want to put this one on the oh, okay. the, the one on the floor. 
No, okay, do but now's, okay, I could probably do it a little okay. you know, later. later. I yes, could okay. do it later. So what's your good thing, <laughs> Oh, my good thing is, okay, so you remember um, Psych was spanking me, right? Yes. And then I checked my essay marks, and I'm like, yeah, no, it's okay, I've got this, it's fine. Yes! yes. Like, there was one essay I got 96%, and I was just like, but, see... 96 You were playing games. I know, right? But, but you like, still got uh, the marks. That's amazing. Yeah, no, okay, I stopped playing games, because okay. I, I thought that I... I will forever, everyone who does psych in my life, I'm still mad at y'all. <laughs> a little heads up, right? That you don't just walk into psych and think that, Because eh. even the it. lecturer was like, a lot of you came in here thinking this was easy marks. And I see in your ass. But why do you think, so when I did psych. think psych is easy marks? I don't know. People drop out of psych. No, no one knows. That's not something, that's psych. not a rhetoric that a lot of people have. So you just think, because you, you know, everybody's learned a little bit about Freud. Everybody got a brain. Everybody got emotions. So, so you think you got this. No. No, okay, it's nonsense. It was a nonsense framework. Same way with politics. Having, like, worked in parliament does not mean you can go and do, like, a politics degree mm, in Slate. No. But with psych, this you could tell, because you could tell, even in second year, fuckers is still shook. Like, <laughs> niggas yeah. is still legit shook. Where, like, one of the lecturers was like... Yeah, there's some of you who are in here thinking that this was going to be easy marks. And it's now not. you've committed and you're shook. Look at my your life. My psych class, because I did uh, undergrad and postgrad in mm-hmm. psych. My first... My <laughs> what? Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> like, she was just like, uh-uh. no, please, guys, no. My first year, the class, the size of the class in first year. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the size of the class in third year, and even in undergrad. And that's what they tell you, right, in the beginning. And they tell you, they do. Look to the left, look At to the, the end, right. Not all of we're you are going, going to be, be 20. Exactly. Yeah, it, no, no, I'm ready. It's not, it's not pop and flay. No, I, it's, it's really not. <laughs> it's but really not. So after my first, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to put this, I need to put it on record, guys. My first tests are cool 46%. And I was like, I don't even know where you found those marks. <laughs> you people were being kind. Like, I was ready for like 21. Because you know when you walk out of a test, there's one question where I wrote the complete wrong theorist. Oh, wow. No, right out the gate. Babe. It's not even like I'm a little bit wrong. You must have explained the fuck out of that theorist. For <laughs> like, I you like, number one, I was wrong. Number two, I had no content to be wrong with. <laughs> I think I wrote, like, <laughs> bullet points. Anyway, so anyway, I saw my essay marks, and I was like, okay, cool. At least there's some way, shape, and form that I still have this in some way. Nice. And and then my subsequent um, test marks have been better. But apparently you cannot revise for an entire psych exam in Ghana in, like, two hours whilst running a safe sex and pleasure Probably workshop. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I Yeah. And I was like, no, it's fine. I'll go to Ghana. Then I'll go do the Facebook thing in Nairobi. And at some point, I will turn up for this test and get like an 82. No. That is not how it works. No. 46%. <laughs> I still don't know where those marks came from. Anyway, that's my that's my good thing. Panda, what's your good thing? My good thing is that I'm doing quite a bit of traveling soon. Yes. So yeah. I'm going to Kenya for yeah. the first time. Only in Kenya, there are pandas. I will. There were pandas in Kenya. Only in Kenya, there are pandas. You have to see this dance. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share that little video. I'm going to Nairobi. Nairobi. Well, I, I think I'm going to Nairobi. I'm going to a country. Chances are you're not going to Nairobi. Mm, Definitely you're not going to Nairobi. They haven't told us the what you might call it. The location. Location. Is it hush hush? Yeah. And it's an amazing retreat spot, though. Probably it usually is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's if it's the conference we're thinking of, then yes. yeah, it's it is. And then a week after that, I go to Geneva. So I've been to Geneva before, but yes. I get to see my Carrie. Oh my god! The one who you're having a baby with? Oh, Carrie. You having a baby with Carrie? No. 
So one of my my colleagues is pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so Carrie knows as well. And so Carrie sent me a message and she's like, please, can we have a baby? (laughs) So that's why Tiff is like the one you're having a baby with. She just asked me to be her baby mama. Yeah, because we then, on one of our podcasts that we're we're still figuring out (laughs) if it should come out or not, right? Tiff walks out the stoop. She does. Oh. And yeah, no, I leave the stool and then I watch it from I watch her from outside. <laughs> and so like we're talking about like different ways you can like relationship and engage and whatever. And then I'm like, Panda, we should have a baby. Oh. And she's like, Oh, you need to make like the end of a dog and legs and pals. Because there's a list to cool. Because know. you can't be behind somebody. And how I'm like, dare she? I'm like, how dare she? You it better trump, be your you piece that you're anyone. talking about. And she's like, No. And I'm like, carry us. And I'm like, Birds. <laughs> Even Chido shook. You didn't even. even she didn't even shook. check in. She didn't, <laughs> she didn't even, even check, check in, in with you, bruh. Not when even Carrie a young WhatsApp to be like, listen. So, Carrie's on this. Do Thank you. Do you, you want to get like, first? Like, in yeah, like, do you want this? Yeah, it's like, like you, I, sh- I have first. I have first right of refusal. Is exactly. that what it's called? Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready to be an aunt, guys. Whichever way it goes, I, I feel like, you'd be, I feel like babies, you should be like like an earth mother, not a godmother, because that's too specifically spiritual. Yeah. Like you should be an earth mother, too specifically yes. religious. I yes. do want to be an earth mother, guys. Yeah, I want to have kids just so Chido can be their aunt. Aww. No, no, I have right first right. So Chido so can be their aunt. She can't. Everybody can have oh. babies, no. guys. I'm, no, I'm good. No, ask and Amanda. You are monogamous to my baby. <laughs> Okay, so you guys are having a baby, and then I'm gonna auntie the baby. Yeah, shop. Okay, change approved. How about we move on? Okay, from this half an hour, what's popping? What's popping with you? (laughs) I'm actually going to actively say how long what's popping with you took. Oh shit! I didn't start the timer. (laughs) Oh, you're a scam. Bad scam. But I feel it took like 15 minutes. But anyway, we're done with what's popping with you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Two lips, like tulips, that blossom and blush in the lush garden of Eden and eating out your femininity. A sweet divinity hidden between two legs, parting to reveal two lips that pulse and throb as my tongue robs you of language. The pleasurable anguish of, oh my God goddess, leaving your two lips in breathless worship as I drink you in. The holy union of clit and tongue is sung by a choir of moans and pleas and utterances of, baby, I'm coming. Because two lips against two lips is devout seduction, warm wetness Pressure, suction, giving way to the flooding chasm as your dam breaks and your thighs shake. I am eclipsed by your offerings. I swallow you in and quench my thirst. Only now, baby, it's your turn because the role's reversed. So what are we chatting about, Tiffany? So today... I am on my own, technically, because I am here technically interviewing Panda. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, I haven't been interviewed on this show. Panda Panda is actually being interviewed in this whole thing because today we are talking about dark juices. I I don't even need the show notes. You don't need the show notes. Damn it. Now now I feel all by myself. You should see I'm struggling with the show notes. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to click them. So basically, we are talking about dark juices today. And the reason we have both these lovely humans in the studio is because they both contributed to dark juices in different ways. Yeah. Yes. So for those of you who don't know what dark juices is, it is an erotica anthology and it brought together the stories of queer women and GNC folks, the sexy stories, the erotic mm. stories, right? The snacks. The snacks. Mm. And it was laid out <laughs> and it did a whole thing. But the difference with this one is that there was also a visual element, which is why Cheetah's hey here. Yes, and it was a partnership uh. thing with Gala. Mm-hmm. And it was a whole thing and blah, blah, blah. And you can get it free for download online. And there is... the Me and Panda are going to have a conversation after this. But there is going to be a part two coming out and stuff like that. But Ooh. yes, so we like things. And we as Hala, we like things. So we're going to start with Chido, right? Right? We're going to start with Chido and we're going to like ask... What is it you contributed to Dark Juices, my baby? My body. Yo! Body. Oh, your body. Your body all over my body, baby. Hey. <laughs> and, like, and I think I think one of the reasons I'm asking you what you contributed to Dark Juices is because I want to ask what your vibe is. You say you contributed your body. What, what does my that even My body mean? and my politics, guys. Your body and your politics. Because yeah. you are a what? A muse. I am a muse. What the fuck is a muse? Uh, Chido's not a muse. Chido's the muse. Chido is the <laughs> motherfucking muse. Do you say louder for the whole thing? She's the, the muse. The I am muse. The muse, guys. Mm-hmm. So musing mm-hmm. on a basic boring level mm-hmm. is being caught up in thought or thoughtful actions. It's a form of meditation, if you will, for some. So contemplative and intentional in nature. Mm-hmm. But it's also a personification and a manifestation of creative energy. Sure. Being a site of inspiration for an artist. That's what they say, these people. And they go on to say that the nine muses and goddesses of encouragement in different areas of literature, art, and music. But for me, musing is a lot more than encouragement. It's a lot more than inspiration, posing, and acting. It's active Mm co-creation, being both the object and the subject of discussion. So now, okay, so now with with that, right, like being the object and subject of discussion, because I've seen your work and even especially for dark juices specifically <laughs> you babes you were nude I like was, you were I nude was. and there was there was those fruits and there was everything and, and it was and there was water there was water and it was, was very very tasteful everywhere. but like how how do you handle having your body be that site i think for me what really got like seeing the process was amazing but then seeing the final product you're there like People can see your nipples. People yeah, know no, what your people, nipples. So, what is it everything. for you that is about? Like, how do you handle having your body be such an intense point of like sort of visual, sort of like something you can see and something you can speak about? Like, does it jar you any in any way? Like, how do you handle? It doesn't like jar me anymore. I think it took a lot for me to get to the point where I can be nude and. Sipu can freaking testify because the first time she came to me and she was like, yo, we should do a new thing. I was like, 
Are you lonely, yeah. bitch? Like, you got the you wrong one. Ain't nobody taking off clothes or whatever. I am not the one. Like, no. no. I was like, no, 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 no. No, never. never. Like, I'm so shy and so reserved. And I love sharing the journey that I've gone on with my body. A black woman's body and being audacious as fuck. Yes. Living in my fucking power and bodying whatever ever that narrative is mm-hmm. like it's, it's amazing to manifest um that power and share it with other people so it's amazing to see my body out there <laughs> so like wait how how did you go on that journey because like you know there's 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 a lot of bodies that are that i told you they can be out there right mm-hmm. and like god bless you like your body is banging and things but then also there's that whole notion of there is a visual of beauty and there's mm-hmm a way that beauty manifests and I don't know, I don't know if you've seen Chido in like life things or on the gram or whatever, we're going to put her on there, but you, you, you're not, you're not a blonde white woman. No, I'm not. You're not, I you're am not black a blonde. as fuck. So how, how did you, like, what is the journey? Can you tell us a little bit about, we're now free falling here. All oh, my questions okay. are about Nothing works anymore. So let's see, how did I get into it? Music yeah. is in my blood. My dad, um, was a performer, Mm. an artist, a director involved in theater and film, voice, all the artsy things. Mm -hmm. So I grew up in that space where I could express myself Mm -hmm. and use my body, my voice, my writing, whatever it is that I had to express myself. So that's where it comes from. I've always had a love for it. And when my dad passed, it felt like I was missing something. Mm -hmm. Parts of me that hadn't been watered and nourished. And I was like, listen, like, let's think for a moment about the things that you like. And I started a hashtag, Madire Muzari. Mm-hmm. Like, what what the creator likes. Mm-hmm. And which is self-love. The self-love of a creator. So those two things worked in tandem for me. Like the self-love game and factoring in the things that I like. And I was drawn back to literature, art and music. And I was like, I I think I'm tired of trying to write and stuff like that. I just want to body me. I want to get what it's like to take up space in this body that is often othered and use it as a form of, um, disrupting and challenging those spaces where I'm othered or not allowed or people have assumptions of the white blonde woman or whatever. Mm. So, yeah. Because when you think about something like this, you think about erotica, you think about sensuality, think about... Because I don't know if you've ever Googled um, black erotica. You get black and white photos of white people. Like, I, I don't know. Have you guys Google's never... Google's playing games with no, us. No, but Google's been, like, mm-hmm. hustling us and things. So, like, to have your body and to have your your sort of... You be the face of this, right? Mm-hmm. So, because there was the <laughs> written... You, but you, you are the she face. The face. <laughs> she's the face. She's, she's the, the chest. Body. She's the thigh. Right. She's the, like... So Ass cheeks. She's <laughs> the nipple. So, of, in, ter- of in terms piece. of that, and in terms of, like, being that person who sort of... Like, what, like, I think for me, I want to know, like, right now where you are, like, spiritually and emotionally, what is it like to embody people's sensual art? 
it's not so much embodying people's sensual art. I'm all about telling my story and making it fit into whatever script that's there. Okay. That's also a big part of being a muse. I'm not going to come there and act like I'm a model. I'm not. Sorry. I'm coming here to be So there is a difference active. between musing and modeling? Yes. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. Cash like that dirt. Because I think a lot of people think, okay, I know you're even new with me. No, it's not the same thing. Yeah, because like she's saying, she's co-creating what's happening, which mm. which is, I think, was quite evident when you said your work, mm. right? You didn't say Sipu's work. Mm-hmm. And Chido's just a vessel for Sipu's creative energy, right? Yep. Like, you also called it her work. So, because she's co-creating what's happening and she's not just like embodying... They're being told what to do. Whatever Sipu's so vision how, is. how does that relationship work with musing and thinking? Like musing... So, it's the muse and the artist, right? Yes. Those are, those are, that is it's the like relationship. It's like a DS kind of vibe, yeah. but not quite. Because we're are you spoiler all switches. Me? No, we're not. We're not. I'm just, I'm just trying to <laughs> tell so it like how, it is. how do you build that relationship? Because I think one of the things that's been very interesting... So, um... In terms of me, like, I think one thing I've been really privileged with is being able to be, like, on the front row of witnessing Mm. the actual growth of a muse (laughs) art. Because initially, there was a part of me that was like, the actual fuck with this. I'm like, (laughs) no, no, no. I'm like, "Mm." I don't know whether Tiff has the range. Yeah. I'm like, so this person that, it, it, it was cool beans, and now they must be, actually, you're going to take a picture of her Doing what? Why do you have no clothes on? <laughs> Why? Every time there's more pictures, there's less clothes. <laughs> I'm like, so, so, so what y'all trying to do y'all here? Y'all fucking or not? Right, like that. That was, that, that was yeah. like, there was, a, there was a while that where I was just like, because, I, because also here? there mm. is that, because there is that myth of the muse artist exactly, relationship. Yeah. right? So if you can explain to me how these relationships can manifest, like how they manifest in your life, how they manifest, like, like, what is that dynamic and how do you build that back and forth? Because a lot of people think musing and they just think an artist wanted to fuck a random woman. Exactly, and, and gave her a job. And mm-hmm. gave so her a job. So you could actually fuck her on the job. Basically. Right. So now mm. whenever somebody hears you're a muse and like, I'm going to be high key about this. Like, the first time <laughs> you're like musing, I was like, you know, are you just trying to fuck randoms and get photographed for it? But you're trying to make it deep. Because, you know, hashtag 2017 or whatever it is. Mm. So, like, just explain that. I think, like I said, it's like a switch dynamic between the artist and the muse. Both of us are creators. Both of us have power. Mm -hmm. And there has to be an understanding that there is a balance there. Mm -hmm. If the balance is off, I'm not willing to do the job. Because mm-hmm. also I come with my work, you come with yours, and we fuck shit up together. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in just being the subject or the object. I want to be both and more. Mm. So that the work actually comes through the narrative as powerful and whatever it is. So um, I choose my artists based on frequency. Mm-hmm. Shout out. <laughs> if, if, if we're vibing... And our politics is aligned or their politics is set up in a way that I feel like I want to challenge my own or interact with whatever their politics is, then the stuff is going to pop off. Without that, it's not even a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times, like you were saying, you hear people say musing while the artist is just going to fuck you. Ain't nobody getting fucked. 
if they don't want to get fucked. Mm. Yeah. Okay? Like, it's an active thing. It's not just a passive experience. So, I have one artist Mm -hmm. that I kind of like. Do the things, <laughs> <laughs> but that's one. I'm not yeah. gonna go around fucking everyone. Yeah, and it's not that's like not oh, how the minute the you raise your about paintbrush mm. or your camera or whatever, mm. like for the fuck. Exactly, yeah. and I actually have relationships with the artists outside of work, so I know them on a personal level. Mm. Like, like I was you saying, yeah, I have. I I want to get to know you mm. and understand that my work is going to be safe in your hands, the same way she would like to feel that I would honor her work and her process. Mm. So, yeah. Because I know there's people who've worked with Sipu, and I'm like, yeah, you're not a muse. Where, where she comes home and she's like, all right, okay, we got a photo shoot, but goddamn, goddamn, like, goddamn, goddamn, goddamn. Like, it's I a mess. love shooting with Sipu. No, like, like, I know I'm in good hands. Yeah. All I need to do is show up and, mm-hmm. and manifest whatever energy we've got going on for that shoot. Like, I needn't worry. She's got whatever I want to eat on point. She's, she's yeah, no, sent me inspiration. She's, <laughs> she's done the things. Kombucha. Like, oh, nice. I need that sustenance while yeah, I'm doing stuff. Yeah. Like, like, I thought that you just throw, you see, cause I got it all twisted. I thought you just throw wine at people. <laughs> but like, like now, now. <laughs> this is how we muse. Like, Do the we have work snacks actually happens. Mm. The work starts way before, mm-hmm. um, we shoot like you get into proper production process yeah. like you set yourself up you do the self work you prepare you find inspiration and then you come through and you do the shooting and there's also the conversation between the exactly. two of you exactly and then like, there's this is what's aftercare after that because kind of now you shoot and things come up mm. and you have to deal with them especially it's deep yo. yeah especially in the like the the work that they do and things yeah. like that so now even with you hey what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, so you wrote something. Two things. Hey. It was a whole thing. Come through, man. The bad bitch. And, also, because you just love me, I think, Tiff. Yes. But also, <laughs> shout out to people who were part of the inspiration of writing things. Yes. Yes. Yes, because like, I, I have... I feel like we're missing people in the studio today. Yeah. Like, I feel like we are genuinely... Literally and physically. That's what I was saying. I mean, physically and metaphorically. I think about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so now... Yeah. So, so now I wrote we... one thing on my own and then I co-authored. So, why, why did you write... Why did you write these things, Panda? Other Both than the fact that Oscar. I was harangued. Yes. Yes. Like, why did she write these things? Why did she ask why did you I was gonna be like, because Tiffy forced me. No, because it was it was because writing erotica is hard. She she encouraged you. No, she forced. <laughs> ask her. That ask her. You know? Ask her. Ask if she encouraged me or if she forced me. When do okay? So encouragement is not my thing. No, which is sometimes why I'm. Which might be touch and go as to why I should have kids or not. Because next thing I have those kids who are playing cello, doing karate, and doing ballet, all on a Wednesday only. Yeah. Wow. Because. Because wow. Tiffy said so. Because Tiffy. because Tiffy's encouragement is thing. But like, so when you were writing these stories, like what? what I did have autonomy. Yes, you did have. And some I autonomy. could say no to you. You could. But um, like why? So I, I write, but I write nonfiction, right? Mm. So I, my usual product mm-hmm. is nonfiction essays based on whatever the fuck is happening in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very, like, I find fiction very daunting because mm. I'm like, shit, now, like, 
you know, plots and, and characters and development. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and so I decided to write them because I was afraid, right? And so if I'm afraid to do something, then I'm like, you got this. Like, but you, but you, even you with can, these, but even with these stories, right? You say that you write nonfiction, but even with these stories, there was an element of non. Fiction. fiction. Yeah. Mm. So I wanted to say, so I went to a talk, no, a conference. Mm-hmm. And there was someone who Nigga, was... Nigga, you always at a conference, bruh. Always. It's also, the same, it's also the, same, the same conference I was talking about in the last episode. Oh, okay. Or one of the episodes. <laughs> so same conference, <laughs> but um, Arundhati Roy was on. She was, she was being interviewed mm-hmm. at the conference and she was speaking about... Is that how you say that name? Arundha, Arundha, Arundhati. Like, yeah, no, you've saved me mm. a lot of Arundhati mental gymnastics. Roy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she was speaking about how there really isn't... It's like it's like a spectrum. Like we say on the wildness, everything mm. is a spectrum. And yes. so it's very... It's not often that you're going to find fiction mm-hmm. that is completely fiction. Like yeah. it's always... It's like you you base it in a, in a real life thing mm-hmm. and then you kind of embellish the the things that you write about. And so that's exactly how... I wrote my erotica pieces. It's mm-hmm. so I'm writing about real people mm-hmm. in both stories, mm-hmm. um, and then you know the one story. Some of that stuff has happened with the person, mm-hmm. but then it was embellished as well. And then in the other story, I've never fucked that person. I just thought about fucking them a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like in, enough times. Yeah. In, enough times. So. Yeah, it's like it's embellishment, but it's definitely based in truth. Mm. So, in terms of like, actually, so the embellishment part, I think that's that's the, that's the bit I want to ask you about a little yeah. bit, right? <laughs> so now with the embellishment part, is there? Did it do anything for you, like in terms of like, maybe? Because I think one of the stories you're now with the person. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or yeah. So and yeah. I, and I know initially it was very has it did it did it lead to anything or was there I I think I want to find out if there was an actual link in the future in terms of like so you wrote this story right yeah and then did you did you ever explore things did you ever go further has it added to anything like I just want to know if there <laughs> is a link between your writing um, and future sexing or anything yeah. like that so i feel like the story that was written that i co-authored was mm-hmm. like like a retrograde thing so we were already together when we wrote the story oh you were i yeah, think my we timelines were. are off which is yeah. what made it interesting yes yeah. i think you so, i think in my mind you were just figuring but no, like you but nah. by the time because it did take months and to write yeah uh-huh. so it was like a retrograde but also embellished because but that's was not there any how, real time was there any real time where, like, like you know, it'd be happening? I think, <laughs> was I think I'm trying to get the source. The yeah, were there any real? scenes that were real? Mm. Because, like, I just, see, I'm trying Give everything inside me, trying yeah. not to be like, but I know that you guys did this, and so, did this happen here? And I just think, ah, oh, and I'm just, so I'm dying a little the whole, bit. The whole thing as it's constructed mm-hmm. is a lot of different elements of things that happen in different spaces okay. so what we wrote about is mm-hmm. not that didn't happen okay. right in the way that we wrote about it mm-hmm. it's like a piece of like 
because we have traveled together. Different moments. We did. Yes. You see, that's what yeah. I was trying mm. to ask. I yeah. was like, we have. So but no, that's not when that. <laughs> in the so basically, happened. this was no. Tiff being really messy on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. I was just like, no. So you no. So you no. No, okay. it's just like a mix. So we have traveled together. We did meet at a at a workshop. Mm. We did we did meet a long time before we like four years before we like started hooking up. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's pieces of our story. Listen, but I haven't heard about this. <laughs> yeah. Before, before. Yeah, no, they've been meeting mm. before, before. Yeah, mm. we did. Yeah, no, I knew her like four years before. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just pieces of things that have happened. But mm-hmm. that thing as we wrote it is not. It's it's fiction. It's fiction. It's just built. Okay. The puzzle pieces are real, but the whole how it comes together didn't happen like okay. that. No. So, like, I think I think one of the things that I really want to tap into your brain with and stuff like that is why is it important to have these narratives? Like, because a lot of people talk about how um, you know there's so few narratives, especially like, and I think we've talked about it on the podcast how there's so few narratives of queer women outside of you know, sort of the trauma and the this. And even in the last time we were recording, the three of us were like, there's times when we need to let the trauma narrative go. Like for mm. you, was there an element of writing this? Or maybe not, because yeah. maybe, you know, because also Tiff did harangue you. But like, <laughs> for you, like, with your panda brain, why is it important to have like these sorts of narratives? Like, outside of, look, you know, Repeal 162 is very important, and this is one very important, but, like, to have these alternative narratives. Um, so I think the process, even just in the writing about it, I think is quite important because... So what I wrote on my own, mm-hmm. um, it's almost like... Expl- so I, pro- I process through words, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm... I write before, like if I really don't understand something, you gotta write. I have to write. To I have to write it down. Mm. Yeah, I can't. The words are not gonna come out my mouth immediately. Mm-hmm. So, I write in order to think. Mm. And so it was really important for me to be able to explore that part of myself on paper, mm-hmm. right? Also because it came at a time when I was like not a big masturbator, and so. I wasn't exploring. <laughs> I love it. I'm not a big fan. Like, I'm so much better now. Yes. yes. Oh my God. And it really helped my sex life. Can I Babes, just Babes. Like, yeah. If yeah. you're not masturbating, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I've stopped but masturbating. It's really like, it yeah, really. Yeah, for like the last like few months. It's mm. really I had a fab session the other night, guys. Wow. Like, <laughs> nice. A what session? A fab session. What's fab? a fab session? F-A-P- Amanda, no, stop it. Fapping, <laughs> like a masturbation Masturbation uh-huh. fapping. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm... Yo, somebody's clearly not the youths. You. I'm not the youths. <laughs> okay. But I'm so much better, yes. Mm-hmm. And it's really helped my sex life. But um, I was writing at a, at a time when I wasn't really exploring my sexuality on my own, right? Oh, okay. I was just on this mindset that I need to explore it with other people. Okay. Mm. And so being able to write this piece on my own was really a good push in the right direction to mm. be like, okay, I need to explore my sexuality as mine. It is mm. not always in relation to mm. other people. Um, and in terms of like having different narratives out there, I think, like we were saying in the other podcast, we're so like multifaceted. And a lot of the time, the things that are out there about black women are things of violence. Yeah. And we're more than just vessels of fucking yep. oppression and violence, right? There's so much that happens in our lives. There's there's so many different aspects of who we are. And people, I feel, don't 
think that sex positivity or erotica or sexuality in general is like a legitimate part of feminist movement building. And I think that's a lie. Yeah. It's a whole scam. It's, it's a, a scam. Yeah. It guys. is such a scam. Like we, if we're breaking out, let's break out everywhere. 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 Because exactly. why must it only be mm. with no FGM and maybe one day getting equal pay? Like yeah. Yeah. it can't just be yeah, so I think, I mean, your sexuality, it's, 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 I don't want to say the easiest part, but like, it's one of your closest avenues to taking back your power mm-hmm. because it's something that you are like, it sits with you. You don't need to, it's not like economic freedom where you yep. need to get it from elsewhere, yeah, right? It's like, like a negotiation. Exactly. Like back and forth. your sexual power is something that sits in you mm-hmm. innately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the closest things and the closest ways that you can exercise your autonomy in relation to yourself, right? And yes. not because people will say no, but as a black woman, the way you negotiate sex with other people, you need to, you know, consider whatever, whatever. And that's why they say sex positivity is like for privileged mm-hmm. women because because they associated with like even if you're doing BDSM, like with buying toys, right? Yeah. It's, it's always bu- associated with money and like these very in- no uh, exclusive places and that's like the way you think about self care. And it depends. Yeah, mm. you don't you don't have to you know, have a lot of money to be able to do BDSM, to be able to mm. do that work, to dom sub. You mm. don't need an expensive toy. You don't need the the leather suits. You don't need the heels. Like yeah. like we were saying in the last podcast, it's really about how you relate with yourself and how you relate with other people. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like these narratives are important because they show like this is something that you have control over mm-hmm. with yourself and it doesn't have to be in relation to other people. So it doesn't have to be like a privileged thing, a what mm. kind of space am I in thing. Even mm. if you are fucking living in Cholocho mm. in the damn <laughs> rurals, that's in Zim. <laughs> My like, grandmother came from there. Cholocho <laughs> Wow. Like all the things are known. Yes. Guys, also like, we're all moving to Zim. Yeah. So you don't, you can be wherever mm. and, and, and find a way to connect with self mm. and, and take back that power without the trinkets and without the feminist language and without yes. the academy. Uh, yeah. and, and without the five partners or like whatever Exactly, it is. without the mm. five partners, without any sort of king, yeah. if that's not what you want. Like just, yeah, just, even just sitting just and you. thinking about yeah. your life. But yeah. So very we long winded way of saying why, yeah. No, 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 because <laughs> you were being, nice you were being interviewed, way, you know? my bad I and you are Taylor and Francis-ing us about this. I, yeah, I am. Taylor and Francis owe us money. They do. Oh, yeah, they, they do, do owe us money. We keep putting them on blast. It's a Taylor mess. and Francis. Like. But we're going to take a small break. And because we've realized that writing erotica and being erotica and doing the erotica is important, we're going to come back with tips on how to write erotica. Yeah. Yay. So, like, if some of these are nonsense, it's not Tiff's fault. It's it the Tiff's internet's fault. fault. <laughs> but Tiff's for writing me. erotica, right? So we gathered some good writing erotica tips. And the first one is, it's not all about the sex, really. So while sex does play a key role in erotica, the sex itself is secondary sometimes 
to the development of characters and plot. Because you know sometimes, have you read erotica? Where So we've been reviewing some erotica and some of it, because people are like, oh, erotica has to be about sex. Yeah. And he plunged inside me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who is he? Where is he? Where did he come from? Who are you? Even porn like at least allows a guy knocking on a door being like, yeah, yeah, I delivered pizza. Guys, I've been watching this porn where this woman keeps picking up hitchhikers. Guys, we can't keep doing this. Plug us. I can't. She okay. never wants to plug us. Why? Like, because sometimes my porn is thingy anyway. What thingy? We're not going to judge you. Okay. My porn is sometimes like orcs. But anyway, a good erotica <laughs> writer knows that no matter how great the sex is, there still needs to be a good, solid story if you're to hold a reader's interest. There needs to be at least something. It doesn't have to be the most in-depth story. We didn't need to know that they came from like outer Limpopo, came to the big city, and now they're here. But at least... Tell us the name. You know, I've been this for this erotica anthology. There's been some things where they don't even tell us their name. Oh. Like, where it's oh, just really? sort of like the the first, and you're like, okay, fine. It opens with sex. Mm. Fine. Three paragraphs later, I'm like, wait, who are these people? <laughs> like, why has somebody? And it feels like a live tweeting of sex. Uh, yeah, so it's not a good look. Okay, okay. who's next? <laughs> Cheeto, you want to go next? Yes. Dynamic Sal. Mm-hmm. Flat characters never go far. But in erotica, you really do have your work cut out for you when it comes to creating believable and entertaining character dynamics. Mm-hmm. Do not play games with us, guys. Yeah. We want the cells. Yeah. Give it to us. <laughs> embellish. Make it real. Yeah. Whatever you need Tell to us what keep about. us engaged. Tell us what they're about. Tell us how they navigate their power things. Mm-hmm. Dashing heroes and heroines make for great romance and passionate lovemaking, but they won't keep the story going. Please do not bore us. Yeah, you, can't, you can't just be like, <laughs> this dashing chest. Yeah, <laughs> so, we didn't read that in Mills and Booms. We yeah. did. It's, yeah, like, like, we are done. It's 2019, my fair. We are done. Mm-hmm. So think about the characteristics that you find most entertaining and then brainstorm readers like characters who use fun dialogue have a good sense of humor and make interesting choices like i remember that about your story like with your whole thing the way that the person was moving in it was yeah just and it even the like, eh? yeah and even like the final choice they make you're like oh <laughs> <laughs> well damn no, seriously, go, go. What, what is the name of the story again? Which the Girl one? Next Door. The Girl Next Door. Yeah, yeah, so go read The Girl Next Door. And the other one was called? Uh, Wisps of Whiskey. Yes. yes because both of those have that thing where you can see the characters. Yeah. Mm. And you can feel the vibe. And you're like, okay, you're I'm invested. with them, babes. Yeah. Yes. You and, you, and you're invested in their sex, though. Mm. Nice. Because that's what sex is, right? It's like there's whole other dynamics that happen before the fucking actually happens. Yes. Right? And that's what makes it interesting. Yes. Give us the foreplay, guys. Drag it out. The foreplay. Because if I don't know who Cheeto is, I can't imagine how Cheeto would arch her back during the snacks. Like, I need to know, like, her her, her description to be like, oh, this is how I pictured Cheeto. This is how Cheeto would arch her Her back, back, as opposed to how Tiffany would arch her back. Like, Mm. it just paints, like, a more vivid picture in Mm -hmm. your mind. Anyway, number three. Tress. Location. (laughs) Location, location, location. 
give people sexy and sensual locations. Completely agree, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just set the fucking scene. Yeah, a, set yeah. the scene. You can't just be like, we're fucking. Where? Where? <laughs> like, in a park, guys. Exactly. In, in a public. park. I got a leaf in my ass. Like, just, <laughs> guess Also, guys, don't fuck on a beach. Like, apparently Ooh, that stuff is illogistical. Sa- I fucking hate sand. Really? I love the ocean. Do you think it's impractical? But apparently, I hate like, sand. you end up, like, tearing I'm condoms and... Your ass I, cracked. I don't even I'm like sand in my toes, it. Cheeto. Really? <laughs> so, oh so my you god! Don't I love the ocean. I want to be in it. I just don't want to walk so, the distance so. of the beach. Wow, you <laughs> yes. must be carried to the ocean. Rather, wow. Yeah, I hate sand in my toes. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't like dirty feet. Uh, so make them use their surroundings uh, in ways that add to the drama and sexual tension. Where people have sex or are about to have sex can really help to add to the horny factor. Mm. If they're in the club, oh my God, yeah, I that's really want to fuck in the club. Like, it's, 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 I want to do a... On the dance floor, guys. Guys, while girl. people are dancing. Yeah. Public me, sex. Me public and sex. My, but me, public sex with all that... Me and my piece stay planning this trip. It just hasn't happened. We're just like, yeah, we're planning we a fl- scene, hey? Like, like we're you go fuck like, in the club. You go... Ah, hard and proper. One day is one day. Anyway. And when you do it, please... Just a young WhatsApp in the <laughs> You know we no. want to know. Yeah, like just we be like, know. it went down in the club. You don't yeah. even need to give details. Just right. It went down in the club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if they're in the kitchen, if they're in someone's bedroom, how can the surroundings add to the sexual vibes? Mm-hmm. Okay, number four, don't plan, don't forget the foreplay. Yeah, like Please. Cheetah said. <laughs> like, as Cheetah said, we want the sauce. We do want the sauce. Mm-hmm. So just as it's important to build sexual tension, which is a real thing, please also build sexual tension. Sometimes. Anyway, it's fine. Whatever. All times. Anyway, all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is also important to make sure your characters don't jump into the action of lovemaking or sex. Or <laughs> fucking. Some, yeah, or fucking. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes I get things from really... Um, uh, Strange sights. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> so the act of love making too quickly. Foreplay helps to add to the sexual tension you've already built between your characters and it makes the final climatic release all the more satisfying. Like yeah. you want to be putting your hand like also, on your pants. Yeah, you want to be bothered. Exactly, you want to be bothered. That's why you be reading erotica. Yes, yeah. yeah. you want to be bothered. You want to be inspired. Yeah. You want to be like out on some things. You wanna, something. Mm, yes. Mm. Okay. Number five, don't be afraid to take chances. Don't be afraid. Please don't. One point that I cannot stress enough is the importance to be innovative and unique in your erotica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think made your story innovative and u- unique mm-hmm. amongst all the other stories that were there? Because you guys. were young and you're ready. Okay. <laughs> um, or maybe just for you also. Mm. Yeah, I think... I mean, I think it was I think it was unique. I'm not sure about innovative because I'm I'm not sure like if we really played around or I played around with like we did want to do like a futuristic thing. It mm-hmm. just didn't work out, but I think it's unique because it's it's unique to a story that's happened, mm. but also unique in a way that's relatable. So right? you can see it, you can see yourself living yep. that, mm. but it's unique because um you know, it, it has happened or has been thought about from, like, one specific person. Also, I liked the dual nature. The fact that you co-wrote Erotica is not something I think That's I've ever amazing. seen. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I've read, That's like... Goals. Yeah, usually you find somebody comes oh. and they're, like, writing... 
I did and she did, mm. I did and he it was a case of like now the fact that not only are you reading erotica and having to wrap your mind around sex, but then you're like, wait. Because I remember when we were reading as like a tripartite alliance, somebody was like, wait, are these two different people? I'm like, yeah, they're like, oh, snap, yeah. plot mm-hmm. twist. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah. It was hot. Like the, so I think that's kind of innovative. Yeah, that is yeah. innovative. Yeah. yeah. True. And also the process. <coughs> Sorry. Easy there, babes. <coughs> With your chest, little nigga. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Who is Tiffany? I know. Who is this bitch? Um... But it was really hot to write. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't hot to write. It was fucking hard to write. So I <laughs> I wrote separately and she wrote separately. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of had like we discussed like a plot. Mm-hmm. I wrote separately, she wrote separately, and then we kind of like looked at it together to make it mm-hmm. feel like it's not two different pieces. Mm-hmm. But when we had finished and we read the whole thing together, we were like, So we're gonna fuck now or not? Nah? Yeah. Because, oh my god. Nah, but we yeah, had a thank good you for saying session. that because yes. that was the nonsense um, I was trying to get at. Oh, ages no, we ago. fucked up. Oh, you, was... you didn't ask it right. <laughs> you know, dude, it's because I was messy. I said I'm messy on the part. Like, I'm like, what should I ask? Also, consent. I said, yes. So now, <laughs> also, thank you. you know things. Yeah, no, I know things. So yeah. now, if I say things, and then our I'll... first, our first read through. Yeah, had a very nice effect. Hot and heavy. Yeah, yes, yeah, and that nice. is why we're about that life. Yeah. All right, so there are only so many ways to write a traditional sex scene and they can be become repetitive and boring. Mm -hmm. Explore different types of sex, different ways of describing pleasure. I think this is a major key. Yeah. Yeah. Major, major fucking key. Mm. Not everyone's pleasure is the same Same. way. Please describe yours. Get us into it. And be okay with your pleasure. Own your pleasure. Yeah, fucking own it. So if something is like, you would consider it out there, but you want to write about it, do should it. slap do a pseudonym on that sucker, mm. but write it. Yeah. Mm. What is it about your characters or their circumstances that you can use to make your erotica different? Mm-hmm. What limits can you break? What ways can you push the boundaries? These yeah. are some of the things you need to be thinking about. Yes. Right. Yeah, you definitely need to write... You know, because it's boring to be like, okay, penis in vagina. Yeah. This is what they were doing. Like, you really... Because there's different ways of having sex, which I think is also why it was quite nice to write my own pieces is because people fuck in different ways. Mm. And I think that can be quite interesting on its own to describe how even within, like, same gender, same sex couples, Mm -hmm. that we're not all fucking the same. Yeah. Right? So it's not just like, oh... And she slid her fingers inside me. It's like, right? Okay, there's, you know, I'm. What else, bitch? <laughs> yeah, like, sure. <laughs> How but, did it feel? Right? <laughs> was it five fingers of one? Woo, like, hello. Was it a fist? What is <gasps> what? Guys, fisting is, is a, a real thing. F- it is a real thing. Mm. And it sometimes you can just, like, just be doing feather shit. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna read number six or not. Be too quick to relieve your audience of the romantic and or sexual tension. Yes, yes like please. we were saying. Let it build, let it fall, let a heart or two break. Okay, you don't have to let a heart Yeah, you don't have break. a lot. Yeah, no. And so then, I, I said, sometimes <laughs> my sources of information, Panda drags me for They're too much. I do. <laughs> wiki, wiki. Build okay. the sex and let it climax. It does not have to be a sex fest every time. You know, let the meat... I think, like, let it simmer. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, let the stew boiler begin. Yeah. Doesn't have to... You don't have to eat. 
like you all know, the time that like you, you walk it back food in your face yeah you want to do number <laughs> seven uh oh it's me again yeah get into descriptions let us really see what is happening in our heads mm. make the sex as realistic as possible i think that's what a lot of people miss out with in erotica yeah. where they're like and i touched her okay Wait. and like and apparently i touched her is supposed to be okay but like when we're describing a field we'll be like there was blue and yeah. green and mm. the flowers and the, so actually take us through the steps it does not have to be the most athletic thing in the world with positions that people can barely comprehend, but it does not need to be boring. As much as you can describe and as much as the steps you can unpack, do it. Yeah. Yay. Mm-hmm. Number eight, don't be afraid to use real words for body parts. Please. Hey now. <laughs> Please. Don't come here with your shoo-shoes. <laughs> yeah, or, your shoo-shoes. I touched their pom-pom. <laughs> Their quivering sword. Like, <laughs> their quivering sword. Like, why is everything well, always quivering? Yeah, Milton Boone raked us for life. <laughs> right. So use the words pussy, vagina, dick, yes. breasts, ass. Grab that ass, honey. Grab that ass, that jiggling ass. Yes. These are body parts we have, like arms and legs and eyes and cheeks. Use the language and don't be afraid. Language. Keep it simple, punchy, evocative, but not obscene or anatomical. Be obscene if you want, you know. I, I think you must be obscene. Yeah, be obscene. Because That's sometimes there's no other, because... there's yeah. no other way to yeah. do it. Yeah. Don't like John Updike. Veer away from simple words, and you'd hit use hideous ones like yam. Yeah, no, ain't nobody trying to use yam <laughs> no, like to describe yam. a penis. People, babes. No, people, please. People, eggplant. People, who's people checking like for yams? Yams, eggplants. <laughs> it's like who's checking um, for a yam? Yams, eggplants, uh, susu. Susu? Susu? No, susu, no, no. Those are but so no, cute. Those are the ones that, your no, parents no, teach you. Yeah, yes. no. Like, Stop it. You don't need yams, <laughs> eggplants, flowers. Oh my gosh. If somebody describes flower. a vagina as a flower one more my time flower. in order. Yeah. It's like she, 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 she exposed her. Thank you. Thank you. I could not How remember the so phrase. It's always, it's always a delicate flower. Guys. But yeah. Alrighty, don't use euphemisms or flowery words like she said. Yeah. Also, it, it adds to the imagination when you say ass, someone sees an, an ass. ass. Yeah, yeah. Take it there. Take it there, babe. Do take, it. Take it there, please. Mm-hmm. And this person is now stating the obvious that we've been trying to state. Yeah. Mm. Great sex doesn't have to always include love. Milton Boone taught us bad Yes. Hallelujah. You must be on a horse and you must be finna like... Run off with him, Eduardo. <laughs> What's there's there's one specific name in Mills and Boone. What is it? It starts with an H. Guys, Mills and Boone finna sue. No, <laughs> Mills and Boone are gonna sue. Not have. What is it? It's not Javier. No, no, I don't know. No, also, Javier. Javier starts with a J. J. So that was really um, bad. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. I'll remember. I'll remember. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So great sex doesn't always have to include love. While erotic romance is the hot market right now, don't yep. underestimate the power of pure raw fucking. Fucking. Yes. yes. Some be, people gotta fuck. They do. Mm. It can be fun and interesting to develop characters that make their moves based on pure attraction mm-hmm. and love hate dichotomy and revenge or rebound. Yeah. Yes, Sometimes it got nasty. 
Yeah. And you just got nasty. Yeah. And babes. That's it. And that's the nasty. entire story. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's everything. Uh, like what? Four hundred pages of just being nasty. Nasty. You know? <laughs> <laughs> nasty. <laughs> so anyway. You should uh, see your face. It's be nasty. <laughs> so the last point is be tactful about your ending, apparently. So, like romance, erotica, and erotic romance, readers tend to expect a happily ever after or happy for now ending. Sometimes, actually, you don't need to let your part, like your audience, down. But also, cliffhangers are a real thing. Yeah. So, but just yeah, yeah, cliffhangers are a real thing, right? It's so, like edging. Oh, in a book. Wow, babes. So, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so even cliffhangers in series need to give the readers hope that all is well, if, if at least for the time being. If the main couple does not end up together, um, apparently you have to make sure there's a good reason for it. No, you don't. No, you not don't. Really. Especially if you yes, just fuck. Please. Yeah. In real life, right? it that doesn't happen that way. It doesn't no. happen that way. No. So I think what would this last point would be? We're just going to switch it up because we free-falling up in this bitch. As long as you are explaining why what is happening is happening, or even if it's a cliffhanger, mm. there's there's some sort of weird wrap-up, like any good fiction story. Yeah. Just as long as there's a good wrap-up, as long as you're just engaging nicely, not just, oh, the sex has ended, let us all walk away. Yeah. Because I think the problem with erotica is once the sex has ended, you're like, oh, I can end the story now. Literally... Oh, he pulled out of me. Uh, Full uh, stop. Move on. Ah, hello, please. <laughs> hello, please. Oh, because it's erotica, then yeah. So I think in terms of writing erotica, thank you. Also, I feel like I, I, I interviewed and my brain went left at the last right and I was trying to get stories <laughs> and I was trying to not be that person who's like, no, but inside But Panda, jokes, I know this but, happened. But Panda, Tell I know. me. I kill you. <laughs> One thing I need to say as a hollow rep, thank you so much for everything you did for Dark Juices. Of course, Bubby. Like, you were amazing. And we must wrap up this podcast. We should. We should. People need to get out the stew. We need to get out the stew. So, Panda, you're going to read the affirmation. I will. Panda, going to read the affirmation. Um, So, our affirmation for today is the erotic is a measure between the beginnings of our sense of self Mm -hmm. and the chaos of our strongest feelings. It is an internal sense of satisfaction to which, once we have experienced it, we know we can aspire. And of course, this is by the Lord. The Lord. Do you remember that Audrey. podcast where we were trying to figure out? Yes. Was it, we were trying to figure out whether the, the Lord was dead. dead. Oh, oh, we were the worst Such feminists ever. <clears throat> but yeah. So it's from Mama Lord. Mama Lord. Uh, uses of the erotic. The erotic as power. Yes. You know, you got to tell everybody where we can f- they can find us, baby. Oh, where is it? You know that wrap-up. All right. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, mm-hmm. the.wildness, and on Facebook, The Wildness with Tiff and Manda. Leave us a comment and share the podcast because sharing is caring. Uh, sharing. Remember, you can get this on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and SoundCloud and other places you get your podcasts. Including Spotify. We yes. always forget Spotify. Radio. Spotify. Just search. Also send an email to afrewildness at gmail.com. Exactly. Send them a love letter. Send us Please. Love, babe. Um, I'm some appreciation. Oh, that's my song. Letter. Yes. <laughs> I closed it with a kiss. Get nice. Yes. <laughs> nice. You can't do that anymore. Wait, you can put a kiss emoji, right? Yes. yes, you can. Yes, okay, cool. There we go. Yeah. So we are actually going to leave you because we out. Bitch! <laughs> <laughs>